It's Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. I'm your host, Audrey Merkel, and welcome to the Merkel Treehouse. We appreciate your time and attention as we bring you another exciting episode. And now, without further ado, let's give it up for the real Horace Morris and the Merkel Treehouse Band. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an interesting situation on our hands. It seems we have a clash between the low-information environmentalists and the corrupt legacy financial system, and I must admit, I'm a bit torn on who to root for. Using massive amounts of electricity, Greenpeace USA projected environmental misinformation onto iconic buildings in the heart of New York City, aiming to challenge Bitcoin investments by financial giants like J.P. Morgan Chase and BlackRock. Their goal? to disrupt the push for spot Bitcoin ETF approval. Morton Anger is out on the campaign trail, but we've got a delightful surprise for you. Our wonderful comedian, Sarah Nichols, will be covering the news on the recent Greenpeace stunt. Sarah, please fill us in on all the details. Thank you, Audrey. So here's the deal. Greenpeace USA has been wagging its finger at those big bad legacy financial institutions like J.P. Morgan Chase and BlackRock, accusing them of being the climate-wrecking villains of Bitcoin. But guess what? In a strange twist of fate, I find myself on the same side as these legacy financial giants. I know, I know. It's like going on a date with a guy you never thought you'd be attracted to. Sometimes life throws you curveballs, folks. Here's the scoop. Daniel Batten, an environmental hero in his own right, has written an open rebuttal against Greenpeace USA's environmental misinformation. He says that Bitcoin mining is actually cleaning up the atmosphere, It's like the bad boy turned good, proving that there's more to him than meets the eye. Batten argues that Bitcoin mining is helping build out renewable energy grids. It's like finding out your crush volunteers at the local animal shelter. He's got a heart of gold. And get this, folks. He even calls out Greenpeace USA for their unsubstantiated fear and their use of emotive language. Batten drops some truth bombs on Greenpeace USA's claims. He reveals that there are sustainable mining operations out there debunking the notion that it's all powered by coal. It's like discovering that your date's ex was just spreading rumors to make you jealous. And here's the grand finale, my friends. Bitcoin's emissions are actually falling over time. It's like your crush shedding that bad boy reputation and becoming a responsible, caring partner. Who needs a cape when you've got Bitcoin saving the day? So despite my skepticism of legacy financial institutions, I find myself nodding in agreement with them in this battle against Greenpeace USA. It's like that unexpected connection you find with someone you never thought you'd get along with. This is Sarah Nichols, the queen of comedy and unexpected love connections, signing off with a wink and a nod. Until next time, keep mining for truth. Keep laughing at life's surprises and keep the sparks flying. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing the news. Folks, these spot Bitcoin ETFs may attract more money to the Bitcoin ecosystem, but we must remain vigilant. The legacy financial institutions and the counterfeit class will inevitably attempt to deploy paper Bitcoin. They've done it before with other assets like gold. Fortunately, we already have a solution in place. Self-custody. It's an empowering concept. Buying Bitcoin is one thing, but the true protest against corruption and debasement lies in holding it under your own privately secured keys. Now let's switch gears and head out to the range where Professor Pinto Pete will enlighten us on the historical significance of Block 228,940. Take it away, Pinto. Howdy, folks. 
Today we're diving into the annals of Bitcoin history and turning the dial to block height 228,940. It was the end of March 2013, according to Pope Gregory's day chain. Back then, the world was jamming to the beats of Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring wands, and catching action-packed flicks like G.I. Joe Retaliation with the mighty Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Bruce Willis, and Channing Tatum. But behind the scenes, something more sinister was unfolding on the time chain. Inside block 228,940, a transaction worth a whopping 1,670 Bitcoin made its way into the history books. This transaction was initiated by none other than Ross Ulbricht, the mastermind behind the Silk Road, an illicit online drug marketplace. Now, Ulbricht, operating under the guise of the dread pirate Roberts, believed he was taking a stand against unjust drug laws and fighting for a better legal system. But as fate would have it, his idealistic journey took a dark turn. The Silk Road became a hub for illegal drug trade, and Ulbricht himself became the Internet's biggest drug kingpin. Utilizing the pseudonymous nature of Bitcoin, Ulbricht conducted anonymous transactions on his site, attracting all sorts of shady characters. Scammers, thieves, and even corrupt law enforcement agents flocked to the Silk Road like moths to a flame. It was a den of iniquity full of risks and danger. One day, trouble brewed within the Silk Road community. A user known as Friendly Chemist accused the dread pirate Roberts of assisting a drug dealer in stealing from him. Out for revenge, Friendly Chemist threatened to expose the identities of drug dealers on the site if he wasn't compensated. And here's where it gets downright twisted, folks. Enter a user going by red and white, claiming to be associated with the Hell's Angels, offering a potential solution to Ulbricht's problem. But this conversation took a dark turn, my friends. The talk shifted to a sinister plot of murder for hire. Desperate to resolve his issues with Friendly Chemist, Ulbricht agreed to pay a hefty sum of $150,000 in Bitcoin to have him eliminated. And so, the 1,670 Bitcoin transaction was confirmed in block 228,940 on the Bitcoin time chain setting in motion a chain of events involving a total of five individuals caught up as targets in this wild murder-for-hire plot. You can see this transaction recorded on the time chain to this very day. But here's the twist, my friends. As time went on, it was revealed that the whole dang thing was a scam. Red and White, who turned out to be Canadian drug dealer James Ellingson, had been playing multiple identities on the Silk Road, including Friendly Chemist. No actual murders ever took place. It was all smoke and mirrors, my friends. As for Ulbricht, well, he eventually faced the full force of the law, receiving a life sentence. Now, some argue that without any physical harm caused, the life sentence seems mighty harsh. If you want to dig deeper into this case, head on over to freeross.org. And if you're craving all the sordid details, check out the book called American Kingpin by Nick Bilton. So, my friends, that's the dark tale of Block 228,940 and the infamous Silk Road murder-for-hire plot. It serves as a stark reminder of the consequences that can arise when greed, desperation, and a tangled web of deception intertwine in the world of Bitcoin. Now, don't be a stranger, you hear? Come back and visit old Pinto Pete for more fascinating stories from the Bitcoin history books. Thank you kindly for listening. Very interesting, Pinto. Thank you. And now let's tune in to Eli and Polly, 
who, as I understand it, have a special guest today. Children, what do you have in store for us? Hey everyone, we have a very special guest joining us today. He's a presidential candidate who wants to talk to all you amazing Bitcoin kids out there. That's right, Eli. Mr. Morton Anger is here to talk to us about something really important. And that's Bitcoin and how it can change the world. He's running for president, which is a big deal, because presidents make important decisions that affect all of us. Absolutely, Polly. Mr. Morton Anger believes in the power of Bitcoin and how it can give people more control over their money. That's so cool, Eli. It's important to have leaders who understand and support things that are important to us, like Bitcoin. And you know what? Mr. Morton Anger also believes in the power of education. He wants to make sure that schools teach kids about Bitcoin and how it works. That way, we can all grow up to be knowledgeable and informed Bitcoin users. That's fantastic, Polly. It's important for us to learn about Bitcoin and how it can shape our future. Please give a big round of applause for our special guest, Mr. Morton Anger. I am so happy to be amongst you younger people today. You know, I've always believed that the children yourselves are our future. You teach them well, and then let them lead the way. But first, you absolutely must show them all the beauty they possess inside. You have to give them a sense of pride to make life easier. In this way, the children's laughter will remind us all how we used to be. This is where Bitcoin comes in. That's so cool. It's so neat to have you on our segment today. We know you're running for president and you're a big supporter of Bitcoin. So here's a question for you. Mr. Morton Anger, how do you think Bitcoin can help kids like us have a better future? What a fantastic question you have for me. You see, Bitcoin is like a magical tool that can help kids like you have a better future. It can teach you about the importance of saving and managing money wisely. With Bitcoin, you can have control over your own funds and learn to be responsible with your finances from an early age. It also opens up opportunities for innovation and entrepreneurship, allowing young minds like yours to create amazing things in the digital world. So Bitcoin can help you learn, grow, and have a brighter future ahead. Keep dreaming big, my young friends. Hi, Mr. Morton Anger. I'm Polly, Eli's little sister. I have a question for you, too. If you become president, how will you make sure that Bitcoin is accessible and safe for all kids, even those who might not have a lot of money? That's a very important question you've asked. As president, it would be my duty to ensure that Bitcoin is accessible and safe for all kids, regardless of their financial situation. I believe in empowering every child with the knowledge and tools they need to participate in the Bitcoin revolution. This means promoting financial education in schools, so that all kids can learn about Bitcoin and its benefits. I would also work to create a safe and regulated environment for Bitcoin, with measures to protect young users, and adults too, from scams and fraud. Whoa! Wait a second! What do you mean regulated? It's the corrupt and dastardly regulators that have allowed all the scammers to steal from Main Street investors for decades, protecting the counterfeit class and thrusting hardworking people into poverty. Uh, um, Touche, young man. I promise to be very careful in regards to your concerns. Anyway, by fostering innovation and providing equal opportunities, we can make sure that every child has a chance to explore the exciting world of Bitcoin and have a brighter future. You're pretty darn smart. Thank you, Polly. 
I myself am very impressed by you and Eli's excellent questions. Remember kids, tell your parents to visit isupportmort.com and tell them they should vote for this very nice man Morton Anger for president in 2024. And that's it for the day. Bye, Bye kids. kids. Thank you, children. Well, friends, that brings us to the end of episode 42 of the Merkle Treehouse. Thank you for spending time with us. Don't forget, 10% discount using the promo code M-E-R-K when registering for BitBlock Boom. No, 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 Audrey, please, you have to give that line some pizzazz. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Vinny the sales guy. We're not hardly moving any of these BitBlock Boom tickets. I've seen the numbers, Vinny. You're blaming this on me? Well, I mean, it's good paper, Audrey. You have so many stipulations. Look, I get it, no shitcoin companies and all that. It's important to keep our integrity intact, no doubt about it. But let's also think about the ads we do have and creating a little FOMO. You know what I'm saying? That's what the kids call it these days. Fear of missing out. We gotta create that buzz. That excitement that makes people want to be part of what we're doing. I know what FOMO means, Vinny. All right, all right, good. Here's what we can do to spice things up. Picture this. Hey there, folks, listen up. Don't miss out on the hottest event of the year. BitBlock Boom, a true Bitcoin conference. Get your tickets now at bitblockboom.com, but hold on tight because the next five people to use the promo code M-E-R-K will score an incredible 10% discount. You see, Audrey, it's all about creating a little urgency, a sense of excitement. We're not pulling anyone's leg or line here, no way. We're just giving people that extra nudge to take action. And who doesn't love a good discount, am I right? I get your point, Vinny. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Listen up, my friends. We've got something special happening every Sunday and Wednesday. And if you're not there, you're gonna miss out big time. I'm talking about the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare, right here at the Merkel Treehouse. Now, I don't want to scare you, but picture this. Sunday comes around. You're sitting on the couch, doing whatever you usually do. But wait, you just missed out on the most insightful, thought-provoking, and mind-blowing Bitcoin discussion of the week. How can you live with that? And what about Wednesday? You're going about your business, maybe doing a little online shopping or watching some random videos. But hold on a minute. You let slip the chance to be part of a community that's sharing knowledge, building connections, and pushing the boundaries of what's possible in the world of Bitcoin. So, my friends, mark it on your calendar, set your alarms, and don't you dare miss a single Sunday or Wednesday. We're bringing you the creme de la creme of Bitcoin mindshare, right to your ears. Horace, send us home with our toes tapping. Hey there, folks. It's Sammy Nash. Why did the Bitcoiner climb to the top of the Merkle Treehouse? Because they heard there was an exclusive Bitcoin party up there. It's the ultimate gathering for Bitcoin enthusiasts, where they share jokes, discuss the latest Bitcoin news, and celebrate the future. So spread the word to all your fellow Bitcoiners and let them know that the Merkle Treehouse is the place to be. Don't miss out on the Bitcoin fun, because in this treehouse, it's all about that sweet, sweet corn.